Today's read, Midnight, a gangster love story by Sister Soldier. Chapter 18, Private Lessons. Weapons class with Sensei was intense. I felt the difference between sitting among many students and being seated with Sensei one-on-one in a room. He had a chart of the human body posted on the wall and held a long wooden pointed stick in his left hand. He pointed out the eyes on the chart first. The eyes, the throat, the pelvis, the knees, and the ankles. These are the points of vulnerability on an opponent. These are the points of vulnerability on you, he said. By removing or disabling the eyes of your enemy, you win. He demonstrated the moves used to snatch out or poke an opponent's eyes out of their socket. One simple strike to the larynx, executed properly, can kill any man, he said then demonstrated how to execute the strike properly. The larynx, I asked. The pipe that runs from here to here. He pointed out his own larynx in the vertical area of his throat. After an hour of using his chart and then demonstrating the precise movements and requiring me to prove that I understood the chart and could repeat the lessons and could duplicate his moves, he brought out his knives, the kunai, and the shuriken. My eyes were wide open, admiring the way his weapons glistened and were crafted. I wanted to confide in Sensei that I had my own set of shuriken crafted long ago, that I had been practicing using them on my own anyway, that I had made my own paper targets in my room, laid them across a mounted corkboard and taught myself to get nice with my knives, but I didn't tell him. Easily, I could see that he was the master at this. I needed to watch him carefully and listen closely to take my own efforts to a much higher level. He demonstrated how to hold each weapon properly. He said, the ninja art is to appear that you are not holding or using any weapons at all. Holding and concealing the weapon is an art all by itself. Your enemy will not be able to defend himself against a weapon he cannot see and does not realize you are using. Advancing through my first lesson, Sensei demonstrated how to execute the ninja attack, concealing knives and positioning them to penetrate or slice an enemy at points of vulnerability. For some reason, this reminded me of a lesson from my father. He taught me how to kill a chicken and a sheep. Even though I was very young, my father said a man has to know how to feed himself and his family. 
My father said that men in the cities of the Western world only know how to be fed, but don't know how to feed themselves. He shared memories of guys he went to university with in Paris, London, and New York who had never slaughtered any animal to make themselves a meal, but in conversation talked like my father was a savage for slaughtering animals himself. My father said that these same men would sit in the cafeteria and eat chicken, pork, beef, or lamb and feel more civilized because they had not slaughtered the animals themselves. He also pointed out how easily these guys would waste food. Then he taught me to slaughter animals only in the amount that is necessary for yourself and your family and not to be the type of man who hides from the realities of nature. If you eat meat, be able to hunt meat and prepare it. If you are unhappy hunting and slaughtering your prey, then don't hunt and don't slaughter for meat. Eat only vegetables, fruits, and grains instead, but don't be the man who hides while other men do men's work then appears for the feast after the work has been done. My father said he even had friends who would go fishing, catch fish, then refuse to eat the fish they caught. He said this was complete foolishness. Either you go fishing and eat your catch along with your family, or you leave the fish in their living space alone. But to go fishing and catch a fish with a hook and then withdraw the hook from its bloody mouth only to throw it back into the water is not only a waste, it's cruelty. Nature works perfectly alone, my father said. It is only the abuses of human beings that can alter that. When it was time to slaughter an animal for eating, my father recited a brief prayer which is required for halal meats for Muslims. Then, using the sharpest knife I have ever seen up to this day, with one quick motion, the animal's head was severed from its neck. We drained the blood, which is also required. We cleaned the animal. Then he showed me how it is more difficult to slice through the animal's bones. He demonstrated to me how the knife goes through with such ease when you place it between the joints and the cartilage of an animal, similar to slicing butter. When I used my knife to cut the chicken or the sheep into sections, I understood my father's lessons completely. Facing Sensei with his incredible knife demonstrations brought this memory of my father back to my mind. When it was my chance to demonstrate to Sensei my use of his weapons and what I had learned, I closed down my memories and focused 100% on executing each new move with deadly precision. Even though I paid for all my classes and use of the dojo and had been doing so for seven years, I had mad respect for Sensei for being a master teacher who gave each of us 
so much more than we could ever pay him for. After two hours of receiving these private instructions in the dojo, I headed over to the Open Mind bookstore to do some reading. After two hours of having my head buried in a detective story, I closed the book and played a game of chess with the bookseller, Marty Bookbinder. Ever since Bookbinder had asked me when I was seven years old, do you know how to play chess? I decided to learn. I purposely went to a different bookstore, bought a book on how to play chess, and taught myself how to play on a $2 chessboard I purchased from the local drugstore. By the time I was eight, I was decent at the game. That's how it was with me and Mr. Bookbinder. I hated to be underestimated and second-guessed by him. Even though he was an adult and I was a child, I wanted him to respect my intelligence. Of course, his respect came more easily when I became a teen, but not because of my age or size. His respect came when I invaded his castle, captured his rook, and defeated his queen only to corner and checkmate his king. Thank you.